Hello, everybody. Welcome again to uh, Submitted for Your Approval, a Twilight Zone podcast. And with me today, I have uh, my best friend for, for many, 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 many years, uh, the the great Matt Sizemore. Oh, Brandon, best friend, stop. Best, best friend in the world forever, FF. <laughs> What does the FF stand for? <laughs> uh, friends forever. Best friends forever. F- friends forever. Forever. Friends forever. Friends forever. I like it. <laughs> hey, th- uh, thanks for having me, by the way. This is fantastic. Love the uh, the show and glad to be a part of it today. Woo! Woo! Yeah, hey, man. So uh, so we've known each other, uh, each other for, for a long time. Um, and uh, just about as long as I, I, I've known Tiffany. Uh, actually, I think I know... I've known you a little bit longer than Tiffany yet. That I don't even know if that's that's accurate because uh, we've all known each other at least for fifty years now or yeah, so. Fifty, fifty, yeah. I'm gonna give or take on that, but five, yeah, five. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. We're not good at math. We we went to public school. <laughs> yeah, we sure did. Great old math. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, now you now you are a newscaster up uh, up in Monterey area, Salinas, right? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they they let me on air, um, or every night, <laughs> I guess. And uh, I deliver the news, and it's Brandon. Brandon knows me. I'm uh, someone that's typically not serious or tries not to be serious. Then for me to uh, go and do three deaths today, uh, but I have to change the tone like three deaths today, forced evacuations. But I yeah. want to be like three deaths today, and I can't do that. Well, yeah, you shouldn't. No, I don't think you should ever do that. Uh, I I know there's that video I snagged of you, well that you sent me. Uh, we were oh. like, and there's a duck. <laughs> that was the start of a glorious blooper reel. I hope because uh, <laughs> they cut to the wrong video and. It was just a duck sitting there with no script, so I I made the comment, and yeah. there's a duck. So. <laughs> and, there, uh, and you also uh, you are also well known uh, for doing the announcer voice for Street Fighter versus Tekken. Oh, am I am I well known for that at this point? You, well, I actually no, I don't know. I mean, I even had to ask you again which game it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with not well known then in that case. <laughs> Uh, I'll put uh, I'll put links in the show notes to announcer voice. Oh, nice, fantastic! Street Fighter X Tekken. Yeah, they made they made me sound like a robot though, but uh, that definitely was my voice. So, uh, in case you ever want me to start this podcast with a round one fight, just let me know. <laughs> is that is that how you is that how you sounded? Uh, yes, okay. I I think okay. from what I remember, this was a couple of years ago. Round one fight, but then they put like a metallic roboty noise behind me, so. Um, like they're like you could have just given me a tin can and and that would have sufficed. They actually did. The budget wasn't high, but <laughs> it worked out. And you're like, how how are you recording this? There's a string attached to it. <laughs> Do I get to eat whatever's in here? <laughs> uh, kidney beans fight. <laughs> kidney beans. I like how I got an accent there for the kidney beans. Kidney beans. And then you find out it's not actually a video game. It's just a dude with a, a kidney bean can attached to a string. He's just selling one can of kidney bean <laughs> that I hate. Uh, all right. Well, okay. hey, uh, thanks, thanks for coming out, dude. Thanks for having me, bud. It's a and pleasure and an honor and additional superlatives. I don't know if that was the right word, but I like it. I, th- I think it is. Okay. It is. We're going to go with it. Super lative. Super laxatives. Uh, uh, so you you ready to do this? You ready to get right into the episode? Oh yeah, round one. <laughs> round one, 
episode. Uh, This week's episode is, of course, uh, entitled What You Need. It's episode 12, uh, and it originally aired December 25th, 1959. Wow. Both happy birthday to Rod Serling and Merry Christmas to one and all. That's right. (laughs) Uh, And to all a good night. And uh, it's, it's... Stars a Steve Cochran who played Fred Renard and a, an Ernest Truix who is also he's in another famous Twilight Zone episode of Kick the Can. Uh, he plays Padot. Padot. Uh, Padot. You know what? Padot. That that's his name. That's his name in the the episode. Is that the old guy? Yeah, it's the old dude. Oh, I didn't know he had a name. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's it it's not mentioned until like you know, 15 minutes in that his name is Padat. Oh, how did I miss that? I've watched it twice. What a jerk. Well, it's, it, it's a very fleeting second. It's like, what's your name, old man? Padat. <laughs> uh, what a normal fifties yeah. name in the U S. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was directed. The episode is directed by Alvin Ganser. Uh, he directed four episodes in this first season. Um, and it was the teleplay was written by Rod Serling, uh, based off of a short story, called We Have What You Need by Lewis Paget. Now, now Rod Sterling, is that the... Serling. Uh, Serling, I'm sorry. Rod you, Sirloin. Um, <laughs> now, he, <laughs> is he the, the creator of the show that comes in at the very end of the episode and says, coming up next week, we've got this... Um, I, I don't... I, I think so. I don't, I don't know which version of the, the video you watch. Oh, Okay. Um, but I know he doesn't sound like coming up next. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, well, if it is <laughs> that guy, very handsome man, you'll be very, very handsome man. Rod Serling was a very handsome man, uh, usually in a, in a black suit, smoking them cigarettes. Ah, uh, yes. Was wait, was he the who was the the? I'm sorry, we're getting off topic. Who was the voice uh, at the beginning of and throughout? That's, right. that, that's Rod Serling. He has yeah. a fantastic voice too. Yes, yes, he does. Handsome that man, was, fantastic was, voice. Go ahead. I know. Love him. I love him. <laughs> to me death. And Tiffany, me and <laughs> to death. Uh, so this episode, it's it starts uh, in kind of like a bar, right? And we were introduced to Mr. Renard, uh, played by Steve Cochran. He, he's kind of he's kind of a jerk, down on his luck, fella. Yeah. Chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Uh, and uh, an old man walks in. Padot. We find out later. And he, he's he's kind of like he's kind of just got peddling it. He's, he's got a little box of goodies, and he's going up to people asking them what they need. And the first person he goes up to is is a, is a woman, and he uh, gives her some some cleaning solution. And she's like, "Oh, thanks for the cleaning solution." I guess. I mean, she she seems she's just like, "Oh, nice old man gives me cleaning solution." Um, good thing it's not ether <laughs> that I know of. Originally, she's like, "I just want matches," and he's like, "F that, take this." F that. And he kind of looks weird. He's like, "Oh no, you need you need cleaning solution." Uh, and then, uh, so he's, he's wandering around a little bit and he goes up to the, this guy sitting at this bar and, uh, he's like, what do you need? And the guy's like a new left arm. I used to be a pitcher for the Cubs <laughs> and a robot. And, uh, uh, Padot's like, well, that's, I can't, I can't give you a new left arm. That's, uh, that technology doesn't exist yet, <laughs> but what I can give you is this, 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 these bus tickets to Scranton, Pennsylvania. Scranton. The guy's like. That's weird. I'll take him. Um, a second later, that man gets a phone call, and it's his old manager who says he can get him a, a coaching gig up at Scranton, Pennsylvania, coaching for a minor league team. We want you to be a guest star on The Office. 
Come on down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was going to make that joke, but I didn't know where to fit it in. So thanks. Thanks for tossing. I'm here. I'm here for you, bud. <laughs> um, and uh, so now the, the guy's like, whoa, I'm going, I'm going to be a, a coach. Oh, but all I have is a scroungy jacket. That's the only one I own. <laughs> and so the woman's like, I can help you with that. I'll help you clean with this cleaning. So <gasps> cleaning solution. Bus then, tickets? Bus tickets? This is all sincerely coincidental. <laughs> and so now, then they looked, and Padat's, he's gone. He's, he's escaped. <laughs> he's escaped. <laughs> uh, but Renard, so Renard's at the bar this entire time, and he's just kind of observing stuff. And he realizes, hey, wait a minute. Why am I? First of all, why is he the only guy who notices all these strange things that the old man can magically do? True. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, but he 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 chases down Padot, um, and he's like, you know, what do I need? What do I need? And Padot very hesitantly hands him a pair of scissors. The yeah, next scene, and this this is after freaking Renard, or as I call him in my notes, a hole. <laughs> is he basically starts getting rough with this old guy like what do I need what do I need starts kind of shaking him up and yeah and what a jerk and by the way nobody in the bar thanks him for just giving them things by the way just a <laughs> bunch of rude people in the 50s sorry go ahead yeah no you're absolutely right uh a little bit, a little bit later Renard's like you're doing this for like nickels and dimes but honestly I never saw anybody give him money yeah so nobody so so he's really working for free, and I'll, I'll uh, when we'll get into the after a plot. I'll, I'll I have a question about that. Okay. Uh, so so Padot hands him a, a pair of scissors. The next scene, Renard's walking to his apartment, and he gets in the elevator, and he's got this long scarf, this long beautiful beautiful cloth scarf. <laughs> <laughs> you observed that a little too much there, but <laughs> I, I'm I like scarves. So yeah, okay. And it gets caught in the elevator doors. And, oh, no, the elevator starts going up. He's going to choke himself to death with a scarf. Uh, guess what? Those scissors come into play. Uh, Those scissors are really what Renard needed. They needed uh, You know, the funniest part about that scene, and I'm sure you observed this too, it genuinely looked like there was just one end of the scarf uh, <laughs> in the elevator, and he could have easily just slipped it off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh no! Uh, I have so much slack in this still. Let me, let me just let me lift it over my head. Yeah, how do I do this without taking off my beautiful, fashionable scarf? <laughs> yeah, uh, there's only one end. I don't know how scarves work, unless unless it's just like a pre-tied scarf. Just oh like, yeah, which is uh, very normal in the fifties. <laughs> um so all right so renard he gets saved and so his immediate reaction of course is let me let me break into padat's house and wait for him <laughs> loose uh, ends here how does he know where padat lives he agreed. just met the guy yeah, it happens okay wholeheartedly 50s. wholeheartedly agree yeah. um if he's able to find this guy's house without ever having met him before um he doesn't need padat i mean he he's clearly crafty enough yeah he needs a detective agency of his own that's right. Good Lord. Okay. Yeah. Renard's detective agency. <laughs> um, all right. So he breaks into Padat's house. He's waiting for Padat when he when he gets back, and he basically says like, "You and I are going to be partners," and and roughs him into uh, giving him something else. So Padat hands him a fountain pen, and he so uh, Renard opens up the fountain pen, and it 
it drips some ink onto a newspaper. He's like, what, what do I need a leaky fountain pen for? Uh... And, the, and the ink dropped onto a, a horse. Uh, a, not a horse. <laughs> An actual horse that pops out of the newspaper. <laughs> yeah, stranger things have happened in this one. Yeah, got what you need. Uh, but they're, they're the results for or the horse races coming up. Right. And so immediately he's like, oh, I see what's going on. So he runs. Uh, he goes to the horse races, wins a bunch of money, like 250 bucks. Uh, yep. And he, tr- he tries to use a pen again. Uh, and he realizes, oh, it's it's not working. Oh, this this crumb bum. <laughs> this crumb bum is that what he says? Yeah, that's what he calls. That's what he calls Padot. This crumb bum he gave me. This pen doesn't work anymore. This crumb bum. He he says it like six times. Uh, <laughs> Damn it! So, how did I miss that too? Good lord. <laughs> so he 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 goes back and he finds Padot on on the street and he's like, hey, why why did you give me a pen that only worked once? And Padot says what you need you only need one time mm-hmm. um and renard is like no 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 you, you, i i need more i need more stuff you're gonna help me get more stuff uh of whatever i need right um, sure. it, and padat's like he says what i what you need i can't give you serenity humor the ability to laugh at oneself it, it it's about it's beyond my power right it's, and so Renard freaks out. He's like, no, you know what? There's something in here that I need. And he like just starts throwing crap around in Padot's box. And Padot's like, no, 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 no. Don't take those shoes. Don't take those shoes. Renard Ooh. takes the shoes. Oh, you now we're down on the street. Yeah, right. So yeah, Okay, right. Yeah, sorry. I, <laughs> I thought we were still in the apartment. I don't no, know where we're. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, a bunch of time has passed since uh, since the fountain pen. Oh yeah, duh, after he won. Okay, wow, I just skipped myself. No, it, hi, it's okay. hi. <laughs> uh, and so Renard Renard gets the shoes, and he's like, "This is what I need, huh?" So he he, he puts on the shoes. He's like, "Hey, these are tight. Oh, and they're leather soles. They're uh, slippery. They're slippery. Slippery leather soles. See." <laughs> uh, <laughs> And and as he's putting on the shoes, Padot slowly slinks away, trying to go across the street. And R- Renard is like, "These are what I need. These are what I need." Padot says, "No, th- those aren't what what you need. Uh, those those just happen to be what I need." Ooh, dun dun da. Uh, and so Renard gets pissed off, and he s- tries to chase after him across the street. And guess what? Guess what, Matt? What? He has oh. slip he has slippery shoes. Oh, made of leather? Made made of leather. Uh, and he <laughs> and he gets in the middle of the street and he he slips a little bit. And guess what? A car hits him. Oh, and that by the way is one of the most comedic scenes I've ever <laughs> seen how he gets hit. Oh yeah. <laughs> like the the like the the uh the sped up camera. Yeah. <laughs> Goes so fast. And and the face and arm movement he makes there is like, ah! <laughs> it's like great. they need to be they need to play yakety sax, when... <laughs> or the Benny Hill theme. It, oh yeah, yeah, or that. <laughs> you know, or either way. Oh, that's the same thing. So I was uh, just kidding. Yeah, you were just you were just a joking. You were just a joking. Uh, and uh, so as as Renard is dying, Padat's like. What I saw in your eyes that original night was you were going to kill me. So what I needed was for you to get out of my life. 
And he was very descriptive about it. He he like it was probably a minute long speech of him saying what I needed was for yeah. you to die because I saw you were going to kill me. <laughs> so in turn, I had to give you this. It was funny. It was great. And he's like, he's like getting arrested as he's still like saying it very slowly. No, he, that didn't happen. Uh, anyways, so the last thing Padat does is he, uh, a man and woman come down uh, to see the, the car accident and he hands the man a comb. Uh, the guy's, the, the man is in his pajamas and um, the guy's like, a comb? What do I need a comb for? And of course, uh, the newspaper is like, I'm going to get a picture of you for the paper. And his wife's like, you need to clean yourself up, Joe. Whatever his name Joe? Is. I think it was Joe. I and think it was com- Padouche. <laughs> and, he, and he combs his hair. And then they're like, whoa, this comb. It really is what I needed. Yeah, it worked out. But why was the newspaper, these people just walked down from their apartment. The newspaper's like, I'm going to take a picture, see? I think they all did that in the 50s. <laughs> Everybody did that in the 50s. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. And that the, the newspaper photographer was real was real quick yeah he's just like i I think like he took the picture and then he ran off he he did and it was it was very much just as soon as they walked down they talked to padot and then uh got the comb they walked over what's going on here see and then the newspaper reporter comes over hey can i take a picture for the paper just why why are you why them they have nothing they don't even know what's going on and he takes a picture as he's like walking away, kind of You're like, yeah. "All right, see you later." And so the story published, I can only imagine in the newspaper, is man dies from hit and run, and the picture they take is this couple just standing there <laughs> with combed, perfect hair, smiling. <laughs> man dies in violent car wreck. Man and woman look on and happy. <laughs> Local couple pose. <laughs> uh, all right, so that that's that's the episode, Matt. Yeah. Right. Tell tell me so, uh, you had never other than the episodes I told you to watch. You'd never watched the Twilight Zone, right? Uh, this is correct. The closest I can recall ever getting is going on the Tower of Terror with you, actually. Oh and, yeah, that's, and, uh, that's right. California Adventure, something I didn't want to do because of the whole heights thing, but yes. uh, I actually enjoyed. But no, uh, they did not play any episodes in line for the ride, from what I remember. So I cannot recall ever seeing an episode before until this one and then another one that that i watched uh because we were gonna talk about that one and now so two episodes in my lifetime cool cool uh what what did you what did you think of i won't ask about the other one but what did you think about this episode Uh, i thought this was a a pretty good one because it it was almost to me like an extended infomercial for karma (laughs) if you will and in the 50s and so it was like there was a lesson to be learned it wasn't just a uh an episode to to entertain which it did but uh also uh, a lesson in karma don't ask too much don't be too greedy and i i was thinking twilight zone it was going to be eerie you know that's what from what i can think of with the the twilight zone you hear that you think ooh outer dimensions of things like aliens and goblins. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh-huh. yeah. but it wasn't that at all. It was, it was a dude who could see the future and it was a nice, nice lesson in karma. Not, not eerie, but, uh, but, uh, lesson learned. 
Yeah, not not eerie with goblins. <laughs> goblins, please. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I, I had the, I had this thought uh, during during the episode, and it was uh, Renard brings it up to Padot. He's like the the whole uh, nickels and dimes thing. Like you're working for nickels and dimes, and you could be doing so much so much better. Uh, you can be doing great, like you can be rich pretty much. Yeah. And why are you working for for so cheap? Uh, and and I think that's, I think that's an interesting thing. Like if you can see the future, and being so, um, yeah, so kind hearted still. Yeah. Like like not using that for personal gain. I, I I don't know how many people with is it clairvoyance? Is that the one that makes you see future? Whatever future yeah. seer. <laughs> sure. Yes. <laughs> uh, to be to be so selfless, I guess. Yeah, that and that's something you don't see, especially nowadays. Maybe maybe more people would have done that in the fifties, but I mean, in today's world, if someone could see the future, they would just wreak havoc in 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 personal gains. They would be doing lottery, horse crap, yeah, horse crap, sports almanacs. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, I mean, really, yeah, like Marty McFly, he uh, even the the hero of that series, he's like. You know what? Sports almanac. <laughs> Let me get rich or die right. trying. Yeah. And, you know, and so Renard, Renard wanted to go Biff mode and <laughs> <laughs> which is now a mode. And, Make uh, like a tree and get out of here. <laughs> see? <laughs> see? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't. That's that's great that he that he did that. He just helped out others. And I mean, I know if I had that power, I would be rich out of my mind i would be in hawaii right now hanging out with you doing this podcast and yeah. we'd both be rich for some that's reason that's right we yeah. would we would have created the twilight zone Padot. <laughs> Padot. <laughs> uh yeah i mean it's uh especially like in media today I, I, it'd be a far more kind of cynical outlook i think with as far as like the time travel stuff yeah um i would also say that i, I don't know if i I'd, I'd want the, the the ability to see in the future. I, here, quick, real quick. So, yeah. Padot, when he's um, when Renard's going through and finding the shoes, Padot almost seems a little bit hesitant to have him have the shoes. Yeah, because like, he's because he is a good guy. I, you know, Padot's doing these things for people, right? Um, fairly, you know, selflessly, and so you know, he seems hesitant to like give him the shoes at first. Um, He's like, oh, I don't really want to kill him. Hopefully, he just figures things out. Um, so there's a little bit, almost uh, like predestination in it, where he's like, eh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he won't kill me. N- no, you know what? He is, he is going to kill me. <laughs> yeah, he is going to kill me. And and for him to to do that, well, first off, um, what I thought was strange was that Renard he went through a bunch of Padat's stuff and that's what he picked out. Ah, so, yeah. so that already to me was kind of like, is, is Renard's karma controlling his, his uh, intuition now into thinking what he needs or is Padat mind controlling him? Eerie <laughs> goblins. <laughs> See, <laughs> See? <laughs> uh, cause, cause he's the one that picked it out and then Padat, you know, seemed to know. He yeah. seemed to know, like this is this is what I need, and so he's like, 
<laughs> and the way he said it, he's like, no, you don't, no, you don't want that. Uh-huh. I, I, I kind of, <laughs> no, you don't want that. <laughs> I, I almost wonder if, uh, you know, the thought is maybe Padat doesn't, wouldn't have given what he needed, but like everything in that box, like Padat's like, okay, there's something that whatever he takes, I, I know a way <laughs> that that it'll that'll make sure this guy dies. And yeah, I, I would um, have loved to have seen him take something else and just like 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 a mousetrap. I don't like, know. <laughs> <laughs> like he puts his hand in there and a mousetrap snaps, and then his and head he, pops off. Yeah, <laughs> eerie goblins. <You> see, <laughs> or right. or yeah, just a stick of dynamite. He's like, do I need this? Is this what I need? It's definitely not going to explode on me, right? So I, I saw it in your eyes. You were going to kill me with a stick of time. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> um, overall, Matt, what would you think of it? Rate, rate the episode. What would you think of it? Oh, man. Well, based on all of them that I've seen, um, I'd give this one, uh, I'm going to say an eight. An uh, eight, really? Yeah. I thought the, I thought it was good. It was enjoyable. There was a good lesson in it. Um. I thought I really liked the old guy. He he was just very pleasant. He was very pleasant until the end when he he got kind of like when <laughs> when he got kind of like this is what I need. I needed you to die because you were going to kill me. You know. Then he gets a little like ooh. Um, yeah. But but I thought he was great. I thought uh, Renard great great acting there because he definitely made me hate him. It's like yeah. you giving me the business. <laughs> <laughs> Crumbum. Crumbum. Nobody even says that. I, uh, side side note about Renard, real quick. That yep. actor has his chest hair is is just blazing. Oh it, my god! I I feel like he doesn't have chest hair so much as he has like extended neck hair. <laughs> it's like it's just like poofing out. Oh. Like, the, like the makeup department's like, you know what? You know what this guy needs? A little bit more chest hair. <laughs> That originates from his Adam's apple. <laughs> we need to make him an actual bear. How do we do this? <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty gross, but I guess cool. we all got over it eventually. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I think so. You see. Uh, side note: I-, I was looking through the the cast, and there's actually a guy in there. He's just a man, and he's played by Fred Krueger. What? Twilight what? Zone. Eerie. Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> all right well, well cool thank you so eight eight that's good thank you so much matt i appreciate that of course uh, is, what is you there, give it is there uh, uh no we don't talk about what i get oh my god i'm so sorry um <laughs> i generally don't don't give ratings because i don't like being put on the spot oh okay <laughs> <laughs> uh but I, but i would i would give it uh i like this i like the story um and and i like the fact that it is is a kind of seeing into the future and almost that um that mouse i I mentioned the mousetrap earlier but the mousetrap aspect of it where it's like okay uh it's you know you can see it especially with the cleaning solution and the the best bus tickets at the beginning right yeah or just uh chain he started a chain reaction of events and i i like that aspect of it so i would i would give it i would give it an eight nice well tell me this Uh, as someone who obviously has seen many many twilight zones as you have a podcast about it how would this how would this one stack up to other ones uh speaking to someone who has not seen many uh 
I'd, I'd say it depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for Twilighty Zones about that zone, that, to- <laughs> that Twilighty show about that zone. About that zone? That's a, that's a Homer Simpson reference. Oh, um, good to know. Then it, it, it just depends on what you're looking for. Like Chelsea likes the, the darker ones, the ones that end with, with kind of like a, a hint of sadism. Whoa. Um, yeah, which tells you a lot about my marriage with her. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you always wearing black, Bryn? <laughs> uh, you're always co- so covered up when yeah. I see you. Um, so this one, this one's a you know a has more of a. It's not quite an upside, but I, I think if you like this episode, you would like more of them. Okay, maybe this one just had less goblins. Yeah, very very few goblins in this one. Ah, a shame it happens. <laughs> All right, Matt. Well, hey, thanks thanks again, dude. Appreciate All it. All right, hey, thank you, bud. It's been an absolute pleasure. Love the show, and and so happy to be part of it. Thank you for letting me do that. No, thank you for letting me have you be a part of it. Ah, shucks. <laughs> uh, for the rest of you out there, uh, there is a few ways you can get a hold of me. You can hit me up on Twitter. I am at s four y a underscore podcast. On Instagram, s4ya underscore podcast. Gmail, s4ya podcast, no underscore, at gmail.com. And, of course, I'm on Stitcher. I'm on iTunes. Uh, I, did get a, I did get a new rating out there. So, so thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate the kind, kind words. I'm going to use the blurb. It says at the end, best show ever. True. Uh, I mean, he was referring to Twilight Zone and not this show. Oh. But I'm just going to put the, the ellipse dot 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 best show ever for the, the compilation of, of all this. These I, I, I think they meant for you. Yeah, but, uh, prob- probably. Right. Yeah. Uh, but for, uh, I, you know, if anybody wants to go out there and give me some more uh, reviews, hey, more power to you. And I, and I love you for it. Oh, I'll get everybody to do that. <laughs> thank, thank you, Matt. You're welcome. I do things. Uh, uh, and uh, have me on on the the evening news. So. I sure will. Come come take a trip to the central coast of California, and we'll make that happen. Excellent. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All, <time>. right. All, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, we will see you next week. All right. Have a good one. Thank you, Brandon. I love you. Th- thank you, Matt. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>